This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few moments, Marty Cherich from Broadway Jewelers will join us for a final visit just a few weeks ahead of the closing of a Vancouver institution. And later in the show, John Carlson returns with the latest on Vancouver real estate. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Record job numbers out of the states this week all but eclipsed a pretty good jobs report here in Canada, where we saw almost 32,000 new jobs created last month. Despite that new figure, our unemployment rate rose above 6% for the first time in eight months as more people were reported to be out looking for work. This week's report also noted that hourly wage growth is still strong at 3.6%, down just a touch from the previous month. Of all the provinces, Saskatchewan has the best unemployment numbers, with Ontario also having some improvements shown lately. All this new info from StatsCan has financial observers saying the likelihood of a Bank of Canada interest rate increase this coming Wednesday is very high. All predictions are, of course, subject to last-minute changes as we sit on the brink of an all-out trade war with our biggest customer. That is the only major factor lining up against a rate hike. Will it be enough? Only a few more days to wait. Amazon is expecting Spending its savings event for Prime members to 36 hours this year, six hours longer than last year. It'll start on July 16th at 3 o'clock Eastern. Amazon is promising more than a million deals around the world, using the day to create buzz, beef up sales, and recruit more people into a program many shoppers already consider indispensable. Last year's Prime Day was the biggest sales day in Amazon's history. The company didn't give specific, but uh, said tens of millions of Prime members bought something. Prime has more than 100 million members. Amazon raised the price uh, 20% in May to 119 bucks a year. Members already get year-round discounts at Whole Foods stores, too. Amazon recently extended those benefits to Whole Foods stores around the country. Uh, putting the Prime Day stamp on Whole Foods is Amazon, Amazon rather latest step to integrate the grocery chain since buying it last year for $13.7 billion. Fiat, those cute little Italian cars are not being a hit here in North America. In the USA this year alone, Fiat sales are down 44%. More Alfa Romeos are sold than Fiat's these days. The cars maker, Fiat Chrysler, has stopped spending money on advertising for Fiat's, which, like a lot of other subcompact cars, seem to be losing favor with North American buyers. We reported here a few weeks ago, Fiat Chrysler has plans to emphasize SUVs and trucks over cars in the future, and this sales report from Fiat will provide more evidence that that is the right plan. The big knock on little cars is there's not a lot of profit to be made by the dealers who sell them. Another reason Fiat Chrysler will put most of its investment dollars of the future into brands like Jeep and Dodge Ram. Here's the clincher. Out of over 400 dealers selling Fiat Chrysler products, 
only 13 sell Fiat's exclusively. More news from TransLink this week. We'll zoom in on the Evergreen line next hour, but for the moment, let's look at the Canada line, where overall ridership was up 6.3% from the previous year, amounting to a new record of 46 million boardings. Because of this popularity, TransLink announced the addition of 24 new cars for the Canada line by 2020, which will mean better service with shorter waits between trains. The new cars will look the same as other Canada line cars, but will have more flexible seating for peak traveling hours. In addition to the 24 new Canada line cars, TransLink also announced 28 more cars to be added to the Expo and Millennium lines by next year. From the entertainment section today, word that the company who owns the Biltmore Cabaret, the Yale Saloon, and the Vogue Theatre has bought Imperial Vancouver on Main Street, too. The company is the MRG Group, which has been around for about 10 years, and which owns properties across Canada, and who recently bought Donnelly Events. That's the company behind the Surrey Fusion Festival and Vancouver's Cozzolano Street Party, which is underway right now on West 4th Avenue in Kitts. The Imperial is a perfect addition to their Vancouver entertainment venue cluster, says MRG, who also reminded us the Imperial will continue to operate as an open, bookable room for both public and private events. Those are some of the week's top stories. More to come later. Up next, a Vancouver institution winds down operations. Marty Cherich and the Broadway Jewelers story, coming right up on Vancouver Consumer. And welcome back to the program. I'm Sterling Fox with you on this cloudy, kind of muggy Saturday afternoon with a guest in studio who is part of a Vancouver institution, Marty Cherich from Broadway Jewelers is back with us on Vancouver Consumer. Nice to see you again, Marty. Great to be here, Sterling. Good to have you with us. Talk to us about this Vancouver institution thing. You are not the first member of your family to uh, run Broadway Jewelers. Your family's been in the business for a long time. So I am the first member to run Broadway Jewelers, but I'm certainly not the first member to be in the jewelry business in Vancouver. Although, sadly, I may be the last. None of my children want to take over the business, thus my retirement sale, which ends August 31st. Right. Uh, my grandfather, whose last name was Shore, my mom's maiden name, had Shore's Credit Jewelers. So any old-timers who were in Vancouver in the 40s and 50s will know and remember Shore's Credit Jewelers. So they had that. And then my uh, all these people, unfortunately, have passed away. So my late uncle and grandmother then had Treasure Isle Jewelers at 47th, 48th, and Fraser for many, many years. And my mom and dad had Marple Jewelers from the 60s up until 1977, where my father wanted me to take over that business, but I was still in university at the time. Okay. And I said I would take it over if he could wait a year, but he said for health reasons he could not wait that year. So he sold the business in 77. I graduated UBC in 78. Uh, with a social work degree, became a social worker for a number of years, and in 85 started Broadway Jewelers. So what brought you back? You had a whole other career path, even though your grandparents and your mom and dad had had been jewelers, and it was probably in the DNA somewhere, but you decided as a young man to become a social worker. So what brought you back to the jewelry biz after many years in the trenches in the social work industry? So... My colleagues, for my last job was with the Vancouver Police Department, and the people I was working with wanted jewelry, and I had all the connections and some knowledge. Now I have a lot of knowledge, but in those days I had some knowledge and a lot of connections. So I started uh, facilitating jewelry for, you know, getting jewelry for the police officers and the social workers that I was working with and knew. 
And, and they just leaned on you a little bit because they mm-hmm. knew you had connections inside the business. So you could at least send them to the right store and, and tell them who to talk to. Right. So I was doing that kind of jewelry business uh, in the in the 80s, 70s and 80s, I guess. And then uh, kind of looking for a business. And uh, in April 85, this one became available. It wasn't Broadway Jewelers. It had another name. It was Mach 1 Jewelers. Um, Mach 1 is the speed of sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would do with it. But. Right. <laughs> Uh, they weren't doing any business, uh, they, they, so I bought that business actually with my mom and dad, um, and I kept my government job. And uh, Now, was that at the current location at 943 yes, West Broadway? the current location. I okay. started that April 15th, 85 at 943 West Broadway. Okay. And so my, my mom ran the business, and I still had my office job at the police station. And business during Expo 86, you recall Expo 86? I do very, very well. You bet. Right. So we started discounting our jewelry because the first year was a little slow, and we thought, well, that's not working. So we started discounting it. We had Expo 86 come around, and business took off like crazy. So we hit the formula. Give people a good deal. Give them good quality. Give them a discount. Give a, a genuine good deal. Treat them right. And the rest will take care of itself. So my... Dad came back to work, and uh, reluctantly, my mom and dad worked that summer during the busy time and gave me an ultimatum. They were not in this to work again. They wanted out. And you were still kind of part-timing it, working both sides of the street as a social worker and a jeweler. Correct. Correct. So they gave me the ultimatum, and I guess obviously I chose to quit the government. I gave notice in September, quit in October, and took over 100% uh, October 86. And I've been working six days a week. For these last thirty-something years. Wow! And, and uh, so, what what prevailed upon you to decide? Now, uh, you've already told us that uh, you're probably the last of the line to uh, to be in the jewelry business because none of your kids are interested in taking it over. But what made you to decide to finally pack it in anyway? So, the f- I, I've been in business, let's say, thirty-three years. Yeah. The first twenty years, I did the work of two people. I had. People helped me, good people, including my, my late mom. Uh, she worked with me until she was 86, and then I fired her. <laughs> um, and, and I had good people, but I was really doing the work of two people. And then 13 and a half years ago, I hired Michelle. And Michelle saved my life, literally and figuratively, actually, but that's another story. Um, so Michelle became another me. She, she has her own following. I, in the old days, people would line up to see me and me only. Now I could sit there and three or four people could come in and say, no, I'm here for Michelle, I'm here for Michelle. And that's just fine by you, too. Oh, that, right? that's just fine. And she's competent, intelligent, she has knowledge, and she's honest, and both in trustworthiness and in you know what she's going to say and do and follow through. So the last 13 years, I've done the work of one person, and she's done been the other person. We've had part-time helpers the whole time. Right. And that's been great. Well, about five years ago, she wanted to leave. Well, I commissioned her to say another year. And then three more, and then one more, and then a few more months. Anyway, I've uh, run out of <laughs> bribes, and she's given me to August 31st. So because she's leaving, I don't want to go back to doing the work of two people. That was fine when I was younger. Right. I have until uh, we are going to stay open, and she and I will work every day for uh, six days a week until August 31st. We have eight more weeks to go, and then... I'm retiring. Interesting stuff. So now you first paid us a visit just around a month or so ago, and this was quite recent. You were just really beginning to announce that the the business was going to close at the end of the summer. And uh, so now we've had a month or a little more since Mm -hmm. you were last here. How's business been in the past month? Beyond any 
expectation beyond any dream I might have had. It really? has been crazy. It has been – we have – I should be there right now, but this will be my last time away for between now and August 31st, and we're closed on the Sundays in the one stat. But uh, we're having 10, 20, 30 people in the store at one time. I only have 400 square feet, so you can imagine. Uh, and Michelle and I and our third person, uh, we're going – we're going full tilt. Well, you broke records uh, last Saturday, didn't you? A week ago today. Well, I've been re- breaking a lot of records. last. So I did actually take last weekend off, and uh, I went to Chicago for a, a wedding, a cousin's wedding. And they had the busiest three hours in the history of Broadway jewelers, the three. All you had to do was leave town, Marty. That's <laughs> all it takes, but I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so that all of this, of course, is response to a very aggressive advertising campaign. You're all over CKNW these days. Yes. Uh, talking, just reminding people that the, that the deals that are available in these closing few weeks uh, are, are still there. How much of the inventory is still left from a month ago when you paid us your last visit? About half. Okay. About half. So That's still I'm, plenty I'm, to choose from. Yeah, right? I'm halfway through uh, the sale, and I'm, I'm halfway through the inventory, so hopefully it'll continue for the next eight weeks. There's still lots of selection in most areas. Um, sometimes people come in, and they look at something, and they say they'll be back, and they come back, and it's gone. We deal with that on a daily basis. Uh, but there's still lots, lots of good jewelry to choose from, and the prices can't be beat. It is the real deal. Right. Well, and of course, you keep advertising, and uh, I hear them all the time. I heard a couple of ads driving to work this afternoon, as a matter of fact. So we all know you're out there, Marty. Well, but it's 65% off. This is impossible to ignore. This is pretty, pretty impressive numbers. The most discriminating buyers coming in and are buying not just one or two gifts. People are buying 10 gifts at a time. We're wrapping Christmas gifts. We're selling things for future occasions, for future anniversaries and graduations. And uh, like I say, the most discriminating buyers are coming in and buying. Ten things at a time. Interesting stuff. Now, one of the things you've already alluded to is your dependence on this on, on your on your 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 assistant Michelle. Yeah, I'm pretty useless without her. Uh, well, you know, it's, if you get a good one, Marty, yeah. it, 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 you get to that point eventually, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a happy place to be. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. One of my customers called us the happiest place on earth, but I said no. That was I said that was Disneyland. She said no, we're happier. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but when when people you're saying though that people come in and and, and ask specifically to speak to you because. Yeah. Perhaps you help their their parents get yes. their engagement ring or yeah. something like that. But you're now saying that as many people at least line up and are there to specifically see Michelle. Between the two of you, you've developed a clientele yes. that rely on your discretion, your judgment, and your knowledge. Yes. That's going to be hard to replace. Yes. Uh, every day people tell us how sad they'll be when we're gone and asking what they're going to do. And uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. There's nobody around, and uh, I I don't know. But I'm there till August 31st, fully operational. My goldsmith is still working for us. We're still doing um, remakes and makeups and repairs, so we're fully operational and functional until August 31st. And it's multi generational, not only in your family with your grandparents and mm-hmm. in your mom and dad, and now yourself. Mm-hmm. You and, and I just alluded it to yes. a moment ago. You have uh, in and because you, you you and your family have been involved now for multiple generations and many years since the what the 1950s. Uh, uh, probably short, late forties. Late forties. Okay, so there you go. The nineteen forties is now twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's okay. that's a few generations, Marty. So clearly, um, you get repeat business and people, young people coming into you saying, "Well, it's um, time to make the, take the plunge here. I'm looking for a ring." You did the same for my dad twenty five years ago and grandparents. So there's been countless children and, and you know uh, and parents and children I've held. There's been a number of three generations, and I'll, I'll tell you one situation. You can tell me if it's three or four, but. The woman 
who was a, a customer was a social worker I worked with, and then her children became good customers of mine. Okay, and then her children, her son, I should say, got engaged and married, and they became customer they became good customers of mine, and. They came in with their baby, the fourth generation. Okay. They bought a gift for the baby. Does that count as fourth generation? I would think it would, yeah, because you know maybe the baby isn't aware of it yet, <laughs> okay. but sooner or later that's going to become a treasured item in that small person's life. Right. Absolutely, it's four generations. Right. So the two generations is quite common. There's been many people that were my parents' customers at Marple Jewelers back in the, the 70s, 60s and 70s, and there's been many of those customers and their children who have been my customers for certain. Well, you know, we should probably open up our phone lines, Andrew and Ben, while we're, we're here with Marty, because he's a popular guy. He and his family have been serving Vancouver uh, people and uh, consumers for decades. Let's open them up. 604-280-9898. If you have some memories of being well-served by Broadway jewelers, or you have some questions about the deals that are available until the end of August at Broadway Jewelers, uh, give us a call now. 604-280-9898. We'd love to hear, for, uh, hear from you. And it, there's no you can be the first caller. That That's okay, too. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Because Marty was here last time, we, we didn't get many calls because nobody wants to be the first. As yeah. soon as somebody hears the first call, oh, okay, then now we can call. A few people told me that they had their finger on the last button and wanted to call. They just didn't want to be the first one, so they didn't call. That's very funny. Well, our lines are open, and you are most welcome to give us a shout if you'd like to jump in. 604-280-9898. Estate jewelry, is that a – and I know it's always been a part of what you do at Broadway Jewelers. What percentage of the overall business does the estate jewelry represent, Marty? Good question. So for many years, uh, I, I probably did not have any. It was all new jewelry. And then I started one little corner display of estate jewelry and expanded to another. And I now have six times as much as I had before. So it's about 35% of my business, 35 to 40%. Wow. And the funny thing is, you know, I, I'm doing 65% off my new jewelry. The estate jewelry is already marked down, and it's at least 50% off, and sometimes it's up to 90% off. But people don't seem to realize that. Well, some do. The discriminating buyers do, and they look. And they they recognize the piece and go, that's right. a good price. But a lot of people have in their head, no, it has to be a percentage off the tag. Well, they're missing out on some good deals if they if they don't see it in the estate. Right, because it's it's already treated separately and already discounted as as to the max. Yeah, in some cases I can do a little better, but for the most part it's already discounted. I sold a ring the other day, uh, something I wouldn't do at the new jewelry, but it was below meltdown because when I retire I'll be left with some some jewelry when, and gold is literally worth its weight in gold, which, mm-hmm. so I can melt it down for that value. And uh, someone bought a ring the other day, 18-karat gold ring. I could have melted it down for more money, but I had it tagged at what I had it tagged at. So mm-hmm. she got lucky and bought it because I bought it when gold was cheaper and I priced it accordingly. Oh. Yeah, I didn't change my price, you know, so I didn't. So she got, she got the deal. Well, and, and again, a discriminating buyer mm-hmm. wouldn't recognize that, right? Because mm-hmm. of being aware of the world price of gold and, and uh, the fact that it hasn't always been as high as it is right now. Yeah, yeah it, it had a, a tag on it. For three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. so she bought for three hundred dollars. I could have mounted down for four hundred. <laughs> it's a nice ring, right? And now, uh, so estate sales. Is there a, se- a special section of the store that uh, well, is dedicated? Yes, but keep in mind, my my store is small. Mm-hmm. But there are, I do have it in separate displays, so they are not mixed with the new jewelry. I have the displays of new jewelry, and I have the displays of estate jewelry. Okay, uh, Broadway Jewelers, by the way, is at nine forty three West Broadway. It's the original location. It's yes. uh, right. It used to be right next to BCAA there on West. West Broadway near Oak, right? BCA was on the corner, and I am now undisputably the oldest business on the block as long as I'm there. I don't know who will take the 
my place after I leave, but I am the oldest business on the block for certain. Broadway Jewelers is at 943 West Broadway, a half block east of Oak Street. The big sale featuring a 65% off pretty much everything in the store, off the new jewelry lines in the store, uh, right through until August 31st, and that's that's the, the day of closing. We need to take a break for the news here, Marty. We'll open up the phone lines as we have done. If you'd like to join us, if you have some thoughts or, or some uh, some questions, uh, you've got the, the right jeweler at the other end of the line to answer them. 604-280-9898. It's Vancouver Consumer with Marty Cherich from Broadway Jewelers, and we'll continue after the news on CKNW. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. Little bit of sunshine peering through the crowd, the clouds rather on this Saturday. No rain downtown. That's always good news for Vancouver people. I'm Sterling Fox. Marty Cherich from Broadway Jewelers is in studio. Bra- Marty has been uh, there at Broadway Jewelers at 943 West Broadway, a half block east of Oak Street since the mid 80s. Since just uh, Expo 86 t- turned out to be a pretty good year for the Broadway Jews. 85 was your first year. Correct. Kind of a slow start. Yes. And then took off like a rocket in 86. Absolutely. 85 to 86 was slow. 86 on, I haven't had a bad year. Interesting stuff. Talk to us a little bit, Marty. You've been around the block a few times, and and people keep coming to you uh, with requests. Talk to us about changing trends in consumer jewelry. For example, engagement rings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember uh, it's my wedding anniversary today. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. (laughs) Number number 39, hard though it may be to believe. And when we bought bought rings, uh, Carol got her engagement ring and wedding ring as a match set yes so they were bought together yes um i didn't uh, i didn't well i i bought the ring but we picked it out together and all yes. of that so it wasn't terribly high risk on my part right so do, is that still the trend of people still do women for example still prefer to have the matching engagement ring wedding ring set or have they moved on from that so i'll answer several things to what you said okay um most most engagement rings are bought as an engagement ring without the wedding band uh, not all. Uh, in my store, I have quite a few sets, you know, with the wedding band. But more often than not, we sell the engagement ring. And every engagement I sell, I either will have a matching wedding band in stock that didn't come with it, or in many cases, I will make one. My, when I say I mean my goldsmith, I'm not the goldsmith, but we will make one. Okay. And we'll make the perfect one, whether it's straight or form-fitting, with or without diamonds or other stones. Mm-hmm. So most often, the uh, gentleman will buy the engagement ring or the couple by the engagement ring, and then um, the wedding ring later. This morning, someone who heard the ad came in, young fellow, and bought the engagement ring. He asked me, he said, should I buy the wedding ring now? And I said, no. And he said, why not? I said, well, you can. This one didn't obviously did not come with, engage- okay. with the wedding band. If it would have, I would have suggested take the set because it was already there. Sure. I said, listen, uh, give her this ring and give her the, there'd be a little element of surprise and then involve her with the wedding band. With the engagement ring, um, there's going to be an element of surprise. With the wedding band, there's no need to. So come in and see if she wants it with or without stones, if she wants it form-fitting or straight. So he accepted that. He's giving it to her in the third week of August. So I told him, come in the next day because <laughs> that gives him uh, 10, 12 days for us to... Well, if he buys one I have in the showcase, that's fine, but that'll give us 12 days to make one, which will be enough time. When we uh, got rings, when uh, all of that came about, and and we went together, as I mentioned to you earlier, is that still the case? Do guys usually bring their uh, uh, intendeds with them, or do they take that high risk, go, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark here and hope she likes it? So that's that's a good question, and the answer is both. So when a fellow comes in and asks me, should I 
buy something and surprise her or bring her in, my standard answer is make your best guess, which I'll tell you from experience is 95 to 98% the correct one. Occasionally it's changed. I said make your best guess. Take it to her. If she absolutely loves it and needs sizing, then we'll size it. If she absolutely loves it, end of story. But if for any reason she wants something different, bring her back in and let her choose something and exchange it. Right. So I usually advise them to buy it without the help of, of, of the intended and change it if necessary, and it rarely needs to happen. And I always tell them, I say, look, we might have to size it, which uh, I do for no charge. So bring her finger in, and when you bring her finger in, she'll be attached. And yeah. at that point, you <laughs> might want to look at, at, an, at other rings if she doesn't absolutely adore it. Uh, so it's not kind of the same thing with the wedding band. Let's leave that till she's involved. And often the couple will come in. If the couple comes in, then... That's obvious. They're here and they buy it and they it's choose so much, together. I would think much easier from your point of, uh, point of view, but a little less exciting mm, overall. It's huh? not easier, Sterling, because mostly the men know what, what they like. They might even have a picture. One guy came in. He had a, a picture that his fiance, his now wife, was carrying with her for 20 years. So oh. they were older couple. <laughs> so he knew exactly what – in that case, I made it up. You know, we, we didn't, He didn't take it from the showcase. I made it up. But most often, the fellow has an, a, a vague idea or a good idea, but he knows what he wants. And as I mentioned a minute ago, almost always they're right. right. Rarely do we exchange for something different. Okay. And, and, and sizing is a minor detail. Some guys right. actually know their girlfriend's ring size. That, however, I would think is a small percentage of Well, guys. the ones that come in and ask to tell me the size, I usually advise them not to size at first because – they could be wrong. Right. I'm going to size it one time for no charge. Right. And there's no, you know, I don't want to do it twice. And, and, and they could be mistaken. Plus, if they want to exchange it, I, I won't take it back after I size it. So I usually tell them whether or not you know the size, take it the size, give it to her. Then, as I say, bring her finger in and we will measure it and, and, and do it properly and correctly. If I measure it, I'll take responsibility and rarely wrong. But if, you know, if we're wrong, we'll make it right. Sure. If they tell me the size, then I can't be responsible. Okay. Uh, 604-280-9898. We did open the phone lines, and they're still open. And if you'd like to join us with questions about jewelry from the guy from Broadway Jewelers, Marty Cherich, you're most certainly invited to do so. 604-280-9898. Lucille and Burnaby, hello. Hello there, Sterling. Nice to talk to you again. Good to have you with us. What's up today, Lucille? And your guest, Marty. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with your store, Marty, but I could be, but now that it's closing, but anyway. Now you got a few weeks, Lucille. <laughs> I was wondering if you did appraisals on jewelry and repair. Yes. I have a ring that requires more gold. Yes, Re- repairs were fully operational and fully functional with all goldsmithing and until the end of, of August. So yes, not a problem. You have eight weeks, and our turnaround time is generally for a small repair three days. For a bigger repair, it's one week. Uh, appraisals we did up until last month. We're too uh-huh. busy now to do them in-house. Uh, I'll be happy to take it to our gemologist and, uh, and, and get it done for you by them. Uh, you can leave it with me for 10 days or so while I make that happen. But the repairs, yes, nothing's changed in that regard. Appraisals, we've stopped doing uh, appraisals and restringing. We don't have the time, but I have people who do it for us. Okay, and you've always had the same person or, or do your appraisals? Yes, I have a very trustworthy person who I like quite a bit, yes. Okay, so I just have to come in and set yep. things up and before the 31st? Well, yeah, at least a week before that, like, you know, before the third week in August. And no need to call, just can't make an appointment. And we're there Monday to Saturday, 10 to 530. Come in with the jewelry and we'll take care of you. 
to 5.30, did you say 10 to 5.30? Correct, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Lucille, appreciate it. Don't don't leave it too long. Now, 943 West Broadway, by the way, Lucille, it's just a half block east of Oak Street. Pretty darn easy to find. And if you're coming in from Burnaby on uh, SkyTrain, you'd probably, uh, you'd prob- I guess you'd come down to Waterfront, change over and take the Canada Line back up and get off at uh, City Hall at Camby Street and just walk over, right? Or take a bus along uh, yeah, Broadway? Yeah, the county line is at uh, it's right, Broadway it's, and, and, and Canby. Correct, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to just trying to get all those uh, directions and instructions together. Yes. Uh, but yes, it's uh, 10 to 5.30, Monday through Saturday, right. until August 31st. Uh, looking at some of the other services, and broadwayjewelers.ca is the website, friends. It's very, Marty's daughter's in charge, so it's, uh, it's very, <laughs> very user-friendly. And everything you need to know is pretty darn easy to find. And on the website, you talk about the uh, full line of diamonds, pearls, and gold jewelry, but also, and this is pertinent to what Lucille was asking about, uh, custom jewelry, uh, remounts, and some repairs as well, and that's what Lucille wanted. Many repairs. What is is a remount? Is that just when you take a stone and put it on a different uh, band? It's when you take your jewelry and remake it. So you take your ring with as the, the one or ten diamonds in it. You take the golden diamonds and you remake it. You may have to add gold, often you will, and you take the existing jewelry and remake it, remount it into something new. So this does this happen to people? Say, for example, they inherit something mm-hmm. from grandma when yes. she passes on, and you know she got that. You got that brooch that mm-hmm. you admired since you were a little person. Yes, and and but it's kind of old and clunky. But you'd like to keep the stones and mm-hmm. maybe do it into a 2018 kind of thing. Right. Does that happen? happen fairly frequently yes it happens a lot yep yeah we do it all the time and do people come to you with ideas in for the remake or do you have suggestions for them so the more people know in terms of what they want the better but you know we'll take it even with starting from no ideas now again michelle who i speak so highly of is an artist she's actually an artist and she can sketch and draw so what we'll often do is uh talk to the person take their ideas make a a sketch quickly on on the spot and then if we go ahead with for example a ring we'll carve a wax uh often have the stone set in it or at least the big stone set in it and then dots where the little stones will go. We'll show you the wax, and if it's not 100% what you want, we'll modify the wax for no extra charge until we get it 100% right, so that when you end up with the jewelry, it will be exactly what you wanted. Oh, so lots of customer input into that final piece then. If needed. I mean, I had someone recently who came in, and we had made a, uh, a ring for them, the two rings. They had the main ring, they had one for one side. They wanted the identical ring for the other side, so we didn't have to make a wax or anything. We just took the rings... And we made another one just like the one we had. So there's no input or wax or sketches needed. They got exactly what they wanted. Yeah, right. But in other cases, it might be a a number of steps. Interesting. 604-280-9898 if you'd like to join us. Neil in Vancouver, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Great, thank you, Neil. What's up? I just wanted to let everybody know how great Marty is as far as a jeweler. He's made rings for me and and given me some really fine deals over the years and i've dealt with him for 33 years and my father dealt with his father <laughs> nice very nice all right so yes. there's Hi, that multi, how are you doing multiple generation thing going on here then neil that's right i didn't i didn't mention earlier but you're right uh, i my my parents dealt with some of the parents i'm dealing with and i'm dealing with some of the uh, children of, of those people right exactly. and you're dealing with my kids which is <laughs> really great we really appreciate everything you've done it's and a I know Marty was discussing making rings, and he made me a, a ring 
custom for me with some stones that we had here, and it came out absolutely perfect. That's everything we were just I, talking about. <laughs> exactly what you were talking about. It made me think of it. Uh, I, I happen to love my jewelry, and I happen to have uh, really enjoyed dealing with you over the years. Going to miss your store. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Good to you hear from you, Neil. All the best. Uh, same to you. Thanks very much. 604-280-9898. I called this, and I, I called you a Vancouver institution, and I, I don't think I'm too far off the mark. When you hear from guys like Neil and others yeah. who have been going to your store and your parents' store right. and your grandparents' store before that, I mean, this is this is a, a thing that yeah. uh, has been passed down, and people recognize it as such. And, of course, when you get family members doing that kind of repeat business, right. that's that pretty much seals the deal in terms of being an institution, Marty, not about how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I was born in Vancouver, and my mother, my late mother was born in Vancouver almost 91 years ago. Uh, her mother was born in Vancouver, Washington. Does that count? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty close. All right. Uh, where are we at? We're Blake in uh, the West End. Hello. Good afternoon. And it's sunny here by, by, if you look out your window. Well, delighted to hear that, Blake. I mainly went to the jeweler store one for good deals and a rolex i bought my first rolex there but it was mainly marty's mother she was an elegante lady and was a good salesperson never pushed anything and that was one of the main reasons my friends and me kept going back because of his mother there she was a a gem thank you uh, i don't know if you know she passed away in january Oh, sorry to hear yeah, that. She was 90, but so she was good to the end. I really appreciate hearing that. I get him a little choked up, but thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks very much for the call. I appreciate it, Blake. As uh, we move next to uh, Ed in Vancouver. Hello, Ed. Hi, how are you? Oh, great, thank you. Good. Hey, uh, Carol and I have known Marty for years. In fact, Carol worked the police department with great. Marty. Right, yeah. And uh, we just were listening to the radio, and we just thought we'd phone in and tell you, Marty, you've done wonderful things for us. Uh, rings and all kinds of things over the years. Is, is there a favorite piece, Ed, in your family that uh, Marty's uh, done a particularly special job on that's uh, the treasured one? Well, I have a ring. It's a Leo Lion ring with uh, diamonds on it and which he made. And I treasure that ring. Um, made several years, many years ago. And um, my wife has... Um, wedding and uh, engagement wedding ring and the beautiful all custom made by marty and uh, we really have appreciated his work and workmanship i want to thank you and, and i know who you are and i say two things so uh carol and i worked together in 82 with the police department i i, I won't go to specifics she started one program and i started another program we worked together in 82 and uh she was one of my very first customers because uh, you probably remember she bought pearl necklaces, <laughs> right? Absolutely, uh, and we have those today, and they're beautiful. Okay. Right. So, thank you for the call. I, I, I that's great. Yeah, Ed, thanks, Sue. Appreciate it very much. I, I can you. I can tell by the smile on Marty's face. He, he very much appreciates. Oh yeah, it's classic. That's great. You're you're you're. That was a perfect call. Exactly what we're talking about. Well, again, it's it's that uh, those years of service that uh, that people have come to rely on, and the fact that uh, for the next uh, well, I what about eight weeks? I think, Marty, yeah. did you not say about eight weeks till the end oh, of August? Oh, it's exactly eight weeks. 
<laughs> it's eight weeks, except for and not Sundays. And there's one stat between now and then uh, August. Uh, oh, 6, that's I think right. It is. Yeah, to be BC Day or correct. Yeah, except okay. for that, we're there in the six days a week till August thirty first. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so sixty five percent. We're almost out of time here because it started to fly by. The start, the calls started yeah. coming. I lost track of myself here. Yeah. We're just enjoying all the calls and the yeah, tributes. Great calls. Thank a you, richly Neil. deserved tributes, I must say. Uh, but uh, let's get back to business here. We'll be in, in the waning couple of minutes. We've got less left. Let's remind everyone of what's going on at Broadway Jewelers. It's it's the closing out sale. And if you listen to the ads, and it's hard not to hear them on NW these days, Marty does say, yes, it really is the end of the deal. And yes, I really am retiring. Because you know, yes. and we talked about this last time, yes. there, there's some businesses, and I know there's one out in Scott Road in Surrey that I think of specifically. They've had going out of business, everything must go, on the front of their building for at least six years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because when people say, oh, everything must go, a lot of people go, yeah, sure, sure, right. of course you're going out of business. Yeah, we've heard this malarkey before. But in your case, and you keep repeating it on the radio, right. I really am going out of business at the end yeah. of August, and I really am retiring. So August 31st, Michelle leaves, and I'll, I, I'll retire then. What's going to happen with the Broadway Jewelers at this point in time? Uh, no one's purchased it, so at this point in time, it'll close. That may change you down, and someone else may take over. I don't know, but at this point in time, I will stop running it for sure August 31st with Michelle. That's certain. Okay, so but between now and then, uh, the the price fixed price point remains sixty five percent off on all new jewelry. Yes, and uh, you can't beat the deal. People, as I said earlier, buying ten things at a time. It's great. Well, and yeah. and there's still plenty of inventory. That's the part that yes. I was I was most concerned about when we talked a month or so ago. You were you were getting kind of fired up. Yeah, you knew yeah. it was starting to get busy, and all of a sudden, I'm thinking, gee, when Marty comes back in a month, I I hope there's still something there to sell. But you've yes. got about half. And left. I'd like to say one more thing. Um, it's sort of negative, but I'd rather people did not phone and ask, "Do I have this?" And right. I open, "Am I going to be there?" Half the time, not even answering the phone. It's just it's just crazy busy so we're there 10 to 5 30 come in we will take care of you we'll have what you want if we don't have it we'll have something else if not i'll even get it for you so phone calls aren't helpful um come in and we'll take care of you right and again it's the personal touch that uh, has made broadway jewelers such a special place for so long why would you walk away from that feature that you've offered vancouver consumers for so many years so sterling i think we're almost over can i say time to say one more thing sure absolutely okay i think the key to the success of Broadway Jewelers, as, as some of these callers, all these callers said, it's not just the good deals. Price is important, of course. The quality is important. But it's the way we, we treat people. It's the full service. It's mm-hmm. old school. And whether it's $5 or $0 or 5000 or 50000 and believe me, I've sold stuff for the, everything in that range, we treat it the same. We just do things old school, old-fashioned, treat people right. So it's not only the price and the quality, it's the service and taking care of of, of things properly. Uh, well, it's been a real pleasure having you back, and I'm glad you, you squeezed some time. A week ago, you were setting new records for all-time <laughs> right. customer business. Yes. Maybe better let you get back to the shop in case it happens again this afternoon, Marty. I'm headed there now. I appreciate your time this afternoon, and uh, the very best of luck as you move forward after the end of August. Thanks so much, Julian. Broadway Jewelers, 943 West Broadway, a half block east of Oak Street, Ask for Marty any day, Monday through Saturday. Uh, that's 10 to 530 at 943 East Broadway. Thanks, Marty. We're back after this. 
Welcome back. As uh, once again, we thank Marty Cherich for a fun, informative visit and wish him the very best as Broadway Jewelers closes at the end of August. Coming up in our next hour, John Carlson from 1% Realty. Time now for Dooley Noted. And this time, our producer, Ben Dooley, looks at new speed limits for boaters under the Lionsgate Bridge. Thanks, Sterling. If you normally drive your boat through the Port of Vancouver and under the Lionsgate Bridge, you'll need to know about the new speed limits in place. The Port of Vancouver says that includes Tier 2 vessels, most power boats, fishing boats, and sailboats. A temporary new 15-knot speed limit has been implemented in the area under the Lionsgate Bridge, the first Narrows traffic control zone. Director of Operations Stephen Brown says there has been a large increase of speedboats through that stretch. As boats become attractive, as they're more powerful, we're certainly seeing an increase in fast vessels uh, within our waters. Brown says they're mainly concerned about people who rent boats and have little practice on the water. We are seeing an increase in small vessels, including an increase in rented small vessels. And we're also seeing an increase in speed of these vessels. The speed limit will be in place until October 1st, 2018. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thank you, Ben. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before we go. Uh, Top U.S. automakers reported stronger June sales as consumers continue to snap up sport utility vehicles and trucks in larger numbers. Parking for now worries about rising fuel prices, higher interest rates, and trade tensions. Investors have sold off shares in Detroit automakers GM, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler during the past month. Rising tensions between the states and its trade partners and threats of tit-for-tat auto tariffs have rattled the auto sector, adding to worries that the U.S. auto industry's nine-year recovery from the 08 financial crisis must soon end, to say nothing of what might happen to the Canadian auto industry. Still, June was a solid month for vehicle demand in the States, especially for SUVs and large pickups that generate the bulk of global profits for the Detroit 3. It's all about trucks, SUVs, and crossovers. Oh, and by the way, the big three are that in order for sales GM, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler. According to our friend Rob Williams over at the Daily Hive, it's looking like basketball may be making a return to Vancouver, and not just an exhibition game we told you about last week between the Toronto Raptors and Portland Trailblazers in September after the Raptors close up training camp here. No, this is a permanent minor league basketball team called the NBA G League, which used to be called the D League, and which is the second highest level of pro basketball. It's a development league. The Vancouver team will likely play out of the Langley Event Center and will become part of the Portland organization. We haven't had top-level pro ball here since the Grizzlies left for Memphis in 2001. We did have a two-year entry team in the now-defunct International Basketball League for a couple of years called the Titans, but now, with the full participation rather of the NBA Portland Trailblazers, it's thought that basketball might just catch on and stick around this time around. Those are a few more of the week's top consumer stories we're looking at. And that is our show for this hour. We'll have more of the top consumer stories of the week for you. Uh, we'll break for the news first at 3 o'clock, and then we'll return with John Carlson from 1% Realty. And John, of course, will provide us with a fresh Vancouver Market real estate update. That's all coming up after the news to the the top of the hour. This is Vancouver Consumer. Stay with us. You're on 980 CKNW.
The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.